What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Julianne Huff is the epitome of a multi-hyphenate. She's an actress, dancer, singer, songwriter, and producer, not to mention a serial entrepreneur who's taking on the health and wellness space and generating multiple revenue streams in the process. Last year, she launched her innovative fitness platform, Kinergy, with a little help from Oprah, no big deal. And she recently started a wine brand with her BFF turned business partner, Nina Dobrev. All this to say Julianne has experience when it comes to pursuing her passions, managing her money in businesses, and inspiring others to chase their dreams along the way. Needless to say, I'm so excited to dive into the incredible career of this successful multi-hyphenate. So if you could all give me some hype in the comments as we bring in Julianne Huff. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored and excited to share and just be a part of this. I can't wait. And I see everyone sort of filtering in now. So definitely drop in the comments where you're tuning in from and all of that good stuff. But we have so much to talk about. So I'm just going to dive right in. So last year, you launched your fitness platform, Kinergy, and brought dance-based fitness classes to the masses. So first of all, tell us what Kinergy is, how it started, and what compelled you to create your own fitness company. Well, how do I start that? Because do you have an hour? Okay, so Kinergy is a 
movement experience that activates expression through movement, breath, and imagination. And the reason why I say it's a movement experience is because we're really trying to redefine what fitness means. I think in the past, we when we think of fitness, we think external. We think we got to get fit for our physical body. That was the case back when we were lifting weights and doing Mr. Olympia back in the 60s, you know? But, you know, we're in the age of mental health right now. And our mental health, especially after this last year, is is the most important thing for us to feel like we can get rid of the chatter in our head, surrender our minds so that our body can speak. But in order to do that, we have to like take away all of that chatter. And by doing that, we activate our imagination to connect back to that child within us so that we can imagine what is possible before we started becoming adults and all the conditioning and the societal, you know, regulations of who we are supposed to be. So this method is, it's not really fitness. It's, it's expression. It is how do we connect back to the most authentic version of ourself while using our body, surrendering our mind and activating what's possible through our own individual expression. And the reason why I wanted to create this was because of my own personal transformational and like self-discovery experience and realizing that I have tried just about every methodology you could think of and they all felt very separated. I love soul cycle. I love cycling and yoga and dance and whatever it is. I love breath work and meditation but they all felt like I had to go to different places to experience the flow state that I wanted to do. And who has four hours to do all of that? Yeah, so I was like, how do I create something where you can have that like instant trifecta to give you that like massive amount of energy within 45 minutes. It's almost disguised as a fitness class or a dance class. But by the end of it, you're like, why do I feel so free inside of myself and feel like anything is possible now? So that was the the whole notion behind it was just to hopefully set people free to connect back to their truest, most authentic self. I love it. So you created this amazing thing. It's obviously very personal. And then you debuted it on Oprah's 2020 vision (laughs) tour in front of like, what I can only imagine is a gigantic audience. So what was that experience like? Were you nervous? Like, how did this all come together? You know, I've been on stages my whole life and there's something super magical about being on stage and expressing yourself. And then on the next level of like, not only am I expressing myself, but through myself, I'm a mirror for everyone else to give them permission to also express themselves. And so this felt so different because everyone was doing the same movements and we were having our own unique experiences, but doing it collectively together. And look, I had only done it with like 40, maybe 50 people in a room. And I was like, how are they gonna have this, you know, experience with 20,000 people in every city? And it ended up being magnificent because the more you do together and the more you create together collectively, the more impact is made. So it was it was almost like what I thought I had created that was really special was like magnified beyond belief. And thank you, Oprah. <laughs> like when we were done with the first uh, show, she's like, I'm feeling kinergized. I was like, did you just make that? Like, trademark that immediately? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oprah. Well, okay. So then you're hosting 
like you said, 20,000 plus people, amazing. And then literally COVID hits where you cannot work out with anyone. Everyone's working out from home. How did you pivot in response to the pandemic? Obviously, fitness at home, I feel like, completely took off. So were you prepared for that? How are you sort of dealing with it? We were not prepared for that. In fact, we were about to endeavor on a full nationwide pop-up tour experience. Thank goodness we did not sign any leases. And instead, we finished on March 7th, and then we went into lockdown on March 13th. And it was like, okay, we didn't know how long it was going to be. And we always had vision to go digital at some point, but we wanted that human connection first. So it was always part of the plan, but it just took like a full speed ahead, jam action packed, you know, forefront thing right at the beginning. But what was cool about it is we didn't think of it as a business at that point. We were thinking, wow, we're in a pandemic and there's so much uncertainty in the world right now. And people's anxiety and fear is at the center uh, and coming up to the surface. Mm -hmm. And not only do we not know what's going to happen and we're afraid, but we feel alone and we feel isolated. So let's just offer free classes on, you know, social media. And, and we started doing that and we started getting people who were like, I've never felt this before. I felt a release. I feel like I'm, uh, you know, I finally feel like I belong somewhere. This is the best kind of workout I've experienced because I'm not worried about what I look like. It's how I feel. And so that was the best feedback we could have ever gotten. We're like, okay, I guess we should go digital because we're reaching more people than we ever could have if we were just doing little pop-ups. We're global now. You know, it was a big pivot. And look, we are still pivoting. We were not a tech company with the, the right team at the beginning. And so we had to learn and hire and figure out what was happening in the process. And and I think that that's, you know, key to any business that have a vision and like go for it, but be flexible and malleable because you never know what's going to happen. And that's where the magic happens is that that moment when you have no idea and it's between certainty and uncertainty and you just let it go. And then wow. stuff just starts happening. All right, guys, it's time for an ad break. And I am so excited to be talking to you about Freshly. I don't know about you guys, but there are days that I simply dread dinner time. Between working late, finding time to grocery shop, and on top of it all, coming up with a recipe that's both appetizing and nutritious, it can be overwhelming to say the least. But with Freshly, it's easy. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every single week so you can keep your fridge stocked and skip that trip to the store. You can stop your Google search for a healthy food near me and refrain from scrolling through your favorite food delivery app. Freshly fits your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and of course, your household size. Delivered fresh, never frozen, ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. I mean, time is money and there's nothing more I appreciate than an optimal mealtime. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders. So go to freshly.com slash party. Work party listeners, it's time to stop stressing out about dinner. Trust me, go to freshly.com slash party for $40 off your first two orders. That's freshly.com slash party for $40 off your first two orders. Now back to the show. You know, it's safe to say fitness is a super disruptive and competitive marketplace, like you mentioned, soul cycle, et cetera. Obviously what you're doing is very unique, but how do you break into such a saturated space? Like 
what are you doing to make yourself stand out? Have you kind of thought about the competitive edge with Synergy? You know, that's such a great question because, you know, you want to be able to create a product that is is the one that's going to break through. It's the disruptor, you know, and and I think everybody had to pivot and become innovative, which is so cool because the more other people innovate, the more you innovate. And I don't look at it as competition. I look at it as colleagues and peers that are creating. And I'm going to blink on the book right now, but there's a book out there that talks about ideas and creation, and they're always floating around. And so if you have this idea, it's not yours. It's just been floating around and it just got to you. So what are you going to do with it? Are you going to execute and go forward with it? Or is somebody going to do it and execute it better? So at that point, you have to be so like grounded and connected in your belief and your impact in the company because there's ideas flowing constantly. But who are you? What is your mission? What is your purpose? Stay sturdy and, and you know, steadfast in that, you know? Yeah. And that's been the biggest lesson that I've learned. Even getting off course a little bit this year and having to be like, whoop, come back. I feel like I read that book too, and I cannot remember the name of it. Find out. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Please let us know because it's like on the tip of my tongue, and I'm like, I can't remember it either. But obviously, I I love that mentality. Obviously, at Create and Culture, we say collaboration over competition. I think that's so important. Like all, you know, the tide rises all boats, all those different things. And obviously, what you're doing is very unique. And now your career spans from, you know, dancer, actress singer, entrepreneur, like you're doing a billion different things. What have you learned, you know, becoming this multi-hyphenate entrepreneur of sorts? And did you run into anything where people were saying, stay in your lane or were dismissing, you know, what you wanted to do? Oh, every day of my life, people are like, what do you like more acting, singing or dancing? I'm like, why do I have to choose? It's all a part of who I am. And, you know, I always identified myself as a dancer, a singer, and an actor. I'm like, no, I'm a creator. Like mm-hmm. that, that is actually who I am. It doesn't matter what it is. I want to create. And I come up with ideas constantly, but I will say what I've learned about myself as well as leadership in business in general is know your strengths and know your weaknesses, know what you're good at and, and like live in that place. Don't try to do everything. I'm the CEO of... Kinergy and of Canary House Productions, my production company. And also, what does it mean to be a CEO? It might be something completely different to me than it is to somebody else. So define what what it is that your role is and own it. And so for me, I and Dolly Parton gave me this advice, actually. We we were doing a movie together and uh, she said... You remind me a lot of me, Julianne. You want to do everything. And I said, well, that's the greatest compliment I could ever receive. And she said, do you think that I knew how to, uh, how to start and run a theme park? And I was like, I'm going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, I absolutely didn't. But I hired the people who did. I stayed the visionary. I stayed the artist. And I hired the people that were smarter than me which in turn makes me smarter because I hired them. (laughs) God, Dolly. I know, dropping nuggets. And so that changed everything for me because I thought, you know what? There's so much pressure being a CEO and a founder of a company that you have to know everything and you have to be the one to do it all. And it's like, no, be the one that hires excellent people in their field that allows you to still create. 
or if you are somebody who loves to operate, operate till your heart is content and let, you know, the creative be the creative and then join forces. So I love the thing of, um, within each company that I've, I've kind of put together, there's always usually at the top, like an artist, an entrepreneur and a manager. Mm. You have to have those three right at the top. And I know for me, I'm an artist with entrepreneurial skills, no managerial whatsoever. And so like those two things usually don't go hand in hand. No. And And so, (laughs) and that's okay. And you know what? The operational people on our team, they are their own artist in that field. Mm -hmm. So, so it's just about finding your role and defining it and just owning it. I think that's so true. And I do think the new entrepreneurship, it has changed a bit. I do think it will be multifaceted and almost in the way that there's like a gig economy where people can be Uber drivers and DoorDash and, you know, have an Etsy shop or whatever on the higher level of like, you can have multiple companies and you are, you're doing just that. You recently launched a wine brand with Nina Dobrev. So congratulations. Thank you. Fresh Fine Wine. And I love it because it's like, you have Kinergy over here, you have your production company, why? Like things you love clearly, but tell us how this happened. How'd you get this going? And tell us a little bit about your partnership with Nina and how that all came together. Nina and I have done a lot of market research when it comes to wine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fair enough. We, you know, we, we became friends through, you know, mutual kind of heartbreak that we were going through years and years ago. And, you know, through that experience, we had our highs and our lows. We celebrated, we had heartbreak, whatever it was. And we, we always, you know, had a glass of wine in hand and it was like, we got to experience and create memories through something that was a product, you know, and And who doesn't love a shared experience with a glass of wine? To us, it was like a no brainer. And we felt like, you know what? There's there's this whole new wave of people trying to create healthy drinks, uh, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, seltzers or, you know, whatever it might be. And we love wine so much. We love the experience. We love the artistry, the craft behind it. And how can we create something which you know, for Nina, she's gluten free. I think I just got older. And I every time I would drink wine, I'd be like, I already have a hangover after one sip. So I was like, how do we create something that doesn't take away from our luxury premium, like quality taste, but still gives us the like guilt free hangover free, basically, you know, instead of looking at as a numbing and a coping thing with wine, we want to shift that as well into a celebratory of Mm. friendship and a shared experience. And at the end of the day, product and people have to go hand in hand and we're serving the people. We're not serving the product. We're serving the people. I am so excited because today's podcast is brought to you by Athleta, a performance lifestyle brand for women committed to unlocking their limitless potential. The guiding principles that drive every single design, beauty, innovation, and sustainability. Each style is crafted for the unique needs of female bodies in motion. The summer that we've all been waiting for for almost two years has finally arrived. In honor of short season, Athleta is encouraging us to lead with our legs. Whether it's running a new PR, climbing to new heights, or standing up for what you believe in, let your legs lead you forward. As temperatures begin to rise, it's always a nice reminder to be kind to yourself and your body. Feeling confident walking into a workout or into a meeting can drastically affect your performance. 
My Salutation Stack pocket shorts are a definite go-to. I toss them on for a quick meditative yoga or dress them up when I want to go out and look good, but also be comfortable. So this summer, Athleta is your go-to shorts destination. Distraction-free and ultra lightweight. Their shorts are designed so nothing can get in the way of you and your goals. From bike shorts to Bermudas, run shorts to everyday staples, they have your shorts. Summer is the time to celebrate the legs that move us forward. Find your new favorite pair of shorts at Athleta and let your legs lead the way. Visit Athleta in stores or online at athleta.com to shop their full range of shorts available in size extra, extra small to 3X. Now back to the show. I joke, but like, you know, with COVID and the quarantine thing, I'm like, the poor at my house is a heavy hand. <laughs> I was like, I'm like going out to restaurants again. I'm like, oh, this is a glass. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but it's, yeah, the, the hangover at all, not here for it. So I, I love that. So it's obviously an incredibly competitive industry, but you guys are very involved in the process. What were some of the things that you learned along the way about winemaking? And, you know, what was the biggest learning curve for you guys? I think just integrity in general. We went to our winemaker and we said, look, we're not going to pretend like we have been in this industry for our whole lives and we we you know are going to come in here and tell you what to do like right. we want to learn we want to grow we want to educate ourselves and we want to be respectful to the people that have paved the way and have laid the groundwork what we want to do is bring innovation to a generation that looks at life in a holistic manner. Mm -hmm. Um, So how can we collaborate and work together in this? And there's a respect there. I think, again, it's all about team. We we met with Jamie Whetstone, our our winemaker, and we were just like, he is so awesome. He's so down to earth and chill, like not snobby at all. And like wants to collaborate, but also is super well-respected. And when you meet people that are well-respected, industry and have been there for a very long time. Those are the people that you want to work with because they have integrity as well. Mm, Absolutely. Um, And you launched not only as a direct to consumer brand, but with major chains and specialty shops, all sorts of things. So would you recommend a diversified selling strategy to new business owners who are launching? Do you think starting direct to consumer is the right way? Do you think going bigger is better? Like what was your strategy around that? You know, I think focus is the best thing that you can have. Obviously, like Wherever your focus goes, energy flows. So depending on your bandwidth, depending on your team, depending on your resources, first of all, know your limitations and and work that way. And then when you have those, then dream big and think, okay, who are the people that we're trying to bring this product to? And fortunately, we, again, it's all about like the people. We, We have incredible people on our team who understood like marketing, like nobody's business, you know, came from, from other, uh, you know, well-known beverage companies that, um, had relationships and really just had the groundwork. And so it gave us the freedom to dream. I think diversifying is smart, especially at the beginning, because you get to really understand what's out there and learn and get data and see, okay, what's working, what's not. Oh, wow. I'm surprised this actually is working so much better than I would have anticipated. I thought this was going to be the, the, the key. I just am always a big believer of education, learn, grow, pivot, adjust, and, and just people ask people. Hmm. Yeah. You have to be out there and just wondering, like, again, like when you're launching, I always say like, if you're a bakery and your chocolate chip cookies are selling out, but you think your cherry pie is the best, like pay attention to the cookies. So it's like, that's the way 
that's the way it goes. So exactly. you and Nina were friends, obviously, long before becoming business partners. One of the questions we get asked often at Crate and Cultivate is, how do I start a business with a friend? Like, what do I need to know? And is it challenging to have that new dynamic introduced into your friendship? Look, I don't want to say everything is rosy and peachy keen because I want to be real. And I, and I hope that what I'm saying is going to help people. So the biggest advice that I have is how close are you in your friendship with this person that you want to start a business with? Do you have great communication skills? Do you call each other out for the highest good with absolute love in your heart because you care about this person? What do you get triggered by in your friendship? Whatever those things are, it's going to be heightened in business. So recognizing what is my friendship? What are our, what are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? However, this manifests in friendship, it's going to be amplified. Okay. So the good thing about Nina and I is that we have honestly impeccable communication. We call each other out in a way that is so loving and so endearing. And we know our roles, you know, we don't both try to be doing every single thing as co-founders and co-owners. We're, we're like, okay, this is where Nina is great. This is where Jules is great. Like delegate, run with it, go for it. And I actually learned that from our other best friend who actually connected us. That's Rihanna Capri and her business partner, Nikki Lee, who started Mm -hmm. 901 Salon. And, you know, they told us early on, Nikki hated going to all the like press events and like all the like social endeavors. And, you know, Rihanna hated sitting in on the financial calls and stuff like that. And so, and Nikki loved that and Rihanna loved the other. And so they kind of just like owned that part and then they would come together and create from that place of fulfillment versus feeling drained. Yeah. Amazing. And they've been partners for a very long time. Very long time. Um, So definitely a good lesson learned. And I think that's absolutely true. Everything gets heightened. So obviously a lot of people tuning in today are entrepreneurs, small business owners, trying to get things off the ground and, you know, maybe look at Instagram and see all the amazing things that all these, you know, CEOs and bosses and things are doing, you know, you and Nina having the glass of wine that probably took a million blood, sweat, and tears to get to that place, but, you know, seeing the finished product. So let's pull back the filter a little bit. What has been the most surprising and unexpected part of being an entrepreneur? It is not that glamorous. It is so much hard work. There's a lot of sacrifice that's involved and the the reward is there when you realize that you're impacting people's lives and, you know, you're going to want to quit a hundred times. I mean, maybe a hundred and one, like it's, it's inevitable because you just sometimes feel like, is this all worth it? Like I'm exhausted, but then you get these kernels of inspiration again, and it keeps you going. And so my, my advice to people who have started something is the minute you start trying to you still need to look at your bottom line for sure. But if that is your driving force, you're going to lose, you're going to lose the the passion and the heart and you're going to be guarded and you're going to create all this armor and protection around you to where you're going to suffocate yourself in what you have to do to achieve things. Mm-hmm. When you can take that away, still have it be a part of it, but be inspired by your heart first I listened to Brene Brown the other day and her leadership podcast and everything. And she's Mm -hmm. like, we, we used to start businesses with our muscles (laughs) physically. 
And then we started, you know, using it with our brains and getting really smart and intelligent about things. And where we're moving is with our heart. And mm-hmm. and that's going to be the most sustainable way because you won't get burnt out if it's coming from your heart. And I think that's where I was even saying I had to, I kind of came off course a little bit because there's so much that you have to give your investors updates sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's pressure there. But remember investors are investing in you and the belief that you have in what you're creating. Hmm. Yes, they believe in the the company and the product that they're doing that you're doing, but they really believe in you. So if you're good and you're staying connected to who you are and your mission, I believe in high energy frequencies. If you're in that good state, then things will naturally unfold and you won't feel like you're pushing and you're more being pulled. Hey guys, it's time for an ad break. And today I want to talk to you about Issue. For those of you who aren't familiar with this incredibly innovative tool, Issue is a digital publishing platform that converts content into high quality assets for digital distribution across web, social, and so much more. In other words, it'll take your online content to the next level and help your business stand out from the rest. First impressions are everything. So if you're looking to make an impact with your online content, you need Issue. It's the easiest way to make your creative ideas come to life, ensure everything you want to be seen with just a click of a button. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines to flipbooks, brochures, and more. As an extension of Create and Cultivate, the Work Party podcast is always looking for ways to revamp our content distribution. And sharing across teams has become so much easier thanks to using issue. Issue works seamlessly with the tools that we already use and allows us to showcase our content in an effective, efficient, and easy to view way. So you guys can get started with issue today for free. If you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off when you go to issue.com. That's I S S U U.com slash podcast and use promo code party. That's I S S U U.com slash podcast and use promo code party at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's I S S U U.com slash podcast and use promo code party. Now let's get back to the episode. I always say never start a business to make money because like you will die. <laughs> like, if, it's like if it comes to life and it's like, if that's all you're focused on, it just every day would not be fun. But and, if, and if, you know, you started it with that intention of, you know, purity and impact and passion and love and all that, and then you, you pivoted and it started becoming about the money, just check yourself. It doesn't yeah. mean that you've failed and that you went off course. You just pivoted a little bit, just come back, you know, like, redirect. It's okay. You can always shift at any moment, any second. Absolutely. So what is your number one piece of money advice for entrepreneurs who are starting out today? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, protect yourself. Make sure that you first and foremost are okay. Because at the end of the day, if you're not okay, your company is not going to be okay. So if you're, you know, self-funding, if you're putting money into this company, you are only pulling out what you are willing to lose. Mm-hmm. And with that, you then don't have to feel stressed of the well-being of your bills. <laughs> so that's number one. 
first and foremost. I would educate yourself, take some classes, listen to listen to some, you know, mentors, find a mentor. I also think mentors are the greatest thing in the world be, because people actually want to share what they've learned, mm. not just because they want to share their experiences to to help you, but also like it's almost a, a learning thing to almost give yourself a pat on the back, like back, like wow, look how far I've come. So you're almost giving a mentor an opportunity to to recognize what they've done. So don't be afraid to reach out to people and ask for some advice. I never say pick your brain because that sounds painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to say, I would love to talk to you and and learn and grow. And I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, like there's there's real strength and vulnerability and people want to oh, help. Yeah. Totally. I love that. And can you recall a specific money mistake you may have made and what you learned from it? Yeah, I put way too much money into my company at the beginning of Kinergy. <laughs> and then because, because I could see like, oh, and then we need this. And I just kept putting money into it. And then I started feeling like, oh, that's, that's too much for like my own well-being. I need to make sure I'm okay. So I cut it off. And then once I cut it off and I was like, you know what, I am going to bring some friends and family into this. And before I go to VCs or anything like that, it took the pressure off so much. And again, I said to everybody, like, please do not invest if you are thinking you're going to get your money back really soon. In fact, maybe even ever, you know, being straightforward and honest with them. And um, it took the pressure off so much that I could then just, I could mm. breathe. And that's always a go-to. If I feel like I'm tight and I can't breathe, something's wrong. I think that's amazing advice. I think founder liquidity is so important and something that no one talks about. Because oftentimes you're the one putting in your money. You're the one like doing all this stuff. And like at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you just start giving away all this equity or yeah. whatever it is that, you're, you know, your situation might be. And then at the end of it, you're like, wait, like this was all me and now what? So I think that's great advice and, and again, <laughs> having other people have skin in the game. Like, I think that's also important. One of the things that I have still yet to do, which I tell everyone to do at the beginning, take a salary. Yes. Yeah. I, I still haven't taken a salary for any of my companies, but it's because I feel fortunate that I don't have to. And I'd rather put that money towards other people. But I get told every day by my mentors, take a salary, Julianne, take a salary. And so every month I'm like, should I do it this month? Should I do it this month? Oh God, no, you have to do it. <laughs> anyone else, please get take your salary. salary. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of the times people take our founders take very small salaries, which at the beginning makes sense, right? Like that totally makes sense. But then like five years go by, I'm like talking about myself. <laughs> like, wait, I'm still getting paid as much as I got paid in like 2015. So, yeah. and then you don't, you're the only person. So you're literally like, wait, do I do this? Like, it's crazy. But I, I think that's great advice. And also you never know. I mean, 2020, who could have predicted that that would have happened? You have no idea, you know, and, what's going to happen. So, and you know, the other thing too, is like, I was talking to a founder the other day who Oh my gosh. She, I mean, I don't want to like say her name just in case I wasn't supposed to repeat the story, but she started a company that blew up. It was her baby. It was like, it was so big. And then her whole life started like unraveling and mm -hmm. you know, her, her and her husband split up and just a whole life change. And she sold the company and then started another one. And that is actually the one that she's the most passionate about. And so you never know 
mm. if this is actually the company or if this is the stepping stone to what's next. So even though like, for instance, Kinergy is my baby. Like I'm like, I'm never letting go. But that to me is like, who? I, I don't know. Maybe eventually this is leading me somewhere else. So yeah, a hundred percent. I think, well, one, it's smart to diversify and have multiple things going. So you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. But also a lot of times, and I know this from other founders and other, you know, business owners would tell me, don't get too attached. The company is not you. You are not the company. They're separate entities. And being able to kind of have your brain wrapped around that is so important because you want to be able to think about what's next and, you know, give energy to like what's next. And that could be in five years. It could be in five months. You don't know what that, that answer is, but I think that's also, that's really, really important. And to your point, being able to be open to sell your business. I think a lot of times women get nervous about, you know, selling their companies or, you know, because this is my baby or whatever it is, but I'm like, grow your wealth and then do something next. Also, you don't even have to sell your company, but have an exit strategy regardless, like create an exit strategy, find, find what you actually would be willing to, you know, sell for or whatever have that be your benchmark and then you don't have to. At least you're thinking in that way where you have the freedom to eventually, if you want, if you choose. Hey guys, let's take a moment to talk about one of today's sponsors, Course Pure. Question, do you ever feel like you're trying too hard to keep up with a healthy lifestyle? Over-exhausting your best efforts and limiting yourself on the items you love? I definitely do. I mean, it's important to acknowledge where you're at in your own health journey and take time to celebrate the wins of everyday life, whether they're big or small. So whether you've gotten a run that morning or just got as far as putting on your workout clothes, I've been there, Course Pure celebrates you. For me, there is nothing better than a cold beer on a warm summer day. The good news, Course Pure is an organic beer made with organic barley, organic hops, and water the perfect crisp and refreshing beverage to reach for while you're living your balanced lifestyle. And yes, you heard that right, guys. It's organic. You don't hear about organic types of beer every day. And trust me when I say it tastes just as delicious too. Whether you're closing out your last email for the night or sneaking away for the weekend, a can of Coors Pure is the perfect companion to celebrate the wins of everyday life. For me, after a long day of work from home and back-to-back Zoom calls, there's nothing I love more than enjoying a cold beer on my patio or deck with my husband, hanging out. And lately, I've been making a very conscious effort to slowly but surely swap out my old products for new, healthier alternatives. And I'm always so happy when I find something that tastes amazing and makes me feel even better. Coors Pure does just that. Don't get me wrong, I don't have to drink every time I need to relax or wind down, but every now and then, it feels like such a great reward. Coors Pure is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life, so when you want to enjoy a beer, reach for Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to CoorsPure.com to see where you can find Coors Pure, celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. Cheers! Obviously you're at this place now where you're running multiple companies, et cetera. But if you could go back to the beginning of your career journey with the knowledge and experience that you have now, what advice would you give yourself? You know, it's funny. My mom actually said to me when I, or when we launched Fresh Vine, she's like, you're like, like a serial entrepreneur or no, no, you're like, I don't know, like a visionary. No, you're like something else. I was like psychotic. Like what, what, like, what am I? And I was like, honestly, I need to stop. There is a point of 
like an addiction to creating and the the addiction to solving problems, the addiction to just because it's not an unhealthy, you know, substance addiction, it can be an addiction. And so just recognizing like what makes you really happy Mm. and is this adding to your happiness or is this taking away from your happiness Mm. and really asking yourself that question every day. And some days it's not going to make you happy, but tallying it up and seeing, okay, what is the balance here? Like, I would say that to, to my younger self is like, make sure that while you're doing this, you're not doing it to just prove you can do it. Make sure that you're happy and you're enjoying yourself and that it's not taking and stripping you of your happiness, but that it's fueling and adding to it. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously you have Kenergy, Fresh Mind Wine and Canary House Productions. I don't even want to ask you this question, but like, what's next? (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm tired. You know, um, I think I'm good right now. Like I, I, I invest in other companies that I am passionate about and I've had to be really smart about like, what are my boundaries? Because I love everything. I'm an Enneagram number seven. That just should say it all. <laughs> Enneagrams are, go look it up. I love everything. I want to do everything. But am I going to be executing and doing it well? Hmm. Yeah. Probably fine. Not great. So like less is more quality over quantity. I love it. Yeah, I totally agree with all of that advice. So let's end with some rapid fire questions. Let's do the it. Three traits that got me to where I am today are resilience, passion, and curiosity. Mm. The number one money book or podcast that I recommend is, and it can be anything business related. So I know you mentioned Brene Brown, but. You know, one of the seminars that I went to uh, was a business mastery, Tony Robbins seminar. And that really helped me because I'm, I'm a big proponent on, it's not just about the end result. It's a, it's the journey. And, and am I doing this in a way that is bringing and and serving and contributing impact to the world. So I really enjoyed that seminar, especially because it also talked a lot about the relationship to money. And, you know, we all have a relationship with money. Some of us don't think that we deserve money. Some of us think that we, we deserve all the money. Some of us feel like we can only reach a certain amount. Otherwise we won't have love and friendship in our life. Mm -hmm. Like it's really understanding the psychology behind your money, your business, what your driving forces. So I really enjoyed that. Obviously Brené Brown, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that I, that I talk to. I like this. I like communicating with you. Like I want to hear I want to hear real life experiences because sometimes even me talking right now, a lot of what I'm saying could just sound pretty. You know what I mean? Like I I really want people to be honest and real and tell me their struggles and learn from that. Yeah, I love that. A female entrepreneur I admire is? Oh my gosh, so many. Susan Paley. Oh my gosh, I don't know. So many. Uh, Susan Paley, Radha Grawl, Whitney Wolf Hurd. Jessica Alba with her big announcement and situation that just happened. I remember when she first started Honest and I saw her at a party and I think I was a little too drunk and I came up to her and I was like, you're amazing. You're doing what all of us want to be doing. You're just incredible. And I was like, chill down, (laughs) chill out, girl. (laughs) And I loved, she had one, sorry, I'm tangenting. She had one campaign commercial for Honest Company that was like, they said I couldn't do this because I was this. They said I couldn't do this because I was this. They said I couldn't do this. 
you know? And it's like, look at her. Like, I know. Yeah. She is a mirror for all of us right now. I agree. I mean, she, our honest company spot was one of the earliest sponsors of Create and Cultivate. Like, and I remember they were like, do you want Jessica to speak? And I was like, yes ah. <laughs> yes we would like that um and she's just been so supportive of creating cultivate and like amazing and she just she walks the walk and i'm really excited for her all the ipos that are happening it's amazing totally. energy's next we're putting it out there exactly i know that was like 10 years but still yeah. you never know success to me is success to me is fulfillment you know success without fulfillment i mean it's just it's empty. And I just, I want to be able to, to feel abundance. I do like, you know, and I think that I used to feel bad about saying that because it felt greedy, but Mm -hmm. the more, the more I feel fulfilled and abundant, the more I can create and give and serve. And so feeling fulfilled is success to me. Amazing. And I'd be remiss to say you spoke at one of the very first Create and Cultivate. What was like, I mean, now I guess, Six years. It was so long ago, and I and it's just awesome to see what you've been able to do. It's amazing. Um, so thank you so much, Julianne, for your time. Uh, we so appreciate it. And can you tell everyone where they can learn more about Kinergy and Fresh Vine Wine? Yes, absolutely. So you can go to our website, Kinergy.com. It's K-I-N-R-G-Y.com. You can go to our Instagram account. And actually, if you use Move to Express, you can get a free class to just try it out. And then obviously Canary House Productions, we have an Instagram account there. And what's really cool about our, our production company is we, we've really integrated wellness within it too. So we, we work with people in the entertainment business that we have workshops and everything, uh, Light It Up, Wavelength where people can come together as a community in the industry, whether you're a writer, director, producer, whatever it might be, an actor, and feel supported in your wellness journey. So always trying to figure out a way to help. So we've got our production company, Canary House Productions, Kinergy.com, and then um, FreshVineWine.com, as well as our Instagram account. And we've got like a wine club, which is really fun to join. And Yeah, it's all about community and sharing and collaboration, just as you said, create and cultivate too. So yeah, it's exciting. I hope you guys come check us out. Oh my God, definitely. It's like, we'll do a workout and then we'll drink the wine. I feel like that's- Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) feel (laughs) guilt-free. Well, thank you so much, Julianne. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone. For more inspiring conversations like this one, subscribe to Work Party on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party.